Introduction, Journey to the Paradigms Connecting Paradigms is written to fill a void into social work, psychology, educational, and public health literature. It is a void that I felt all too powerfully when I left the halls of academia and entered the helping professions. This void, stated simply, is that I had no idea why my clients struggled the way they did or what my clients needed from me as a counselor, educator, case manager, or therapist to help them change behaviors that kept them trapped in cycles of violence, addiction, and extreme poverty. Connecting Paradigms ambitiously seeks a comprehensive answer to the who, what, and how of helping others live the best life possible. Looking back, I did not see my education as a waste of time and money. Instead, it was representative of the lack of science we had at the time to understand the work of helping others. I viscerally felt this void when I sat down with my first client. Fresh out of undergrad with a degree in human services, I was hired by a residential juvenile justice facility. Most of my clients were from the south side of Indianapolis, Indiana. During the crack epidemic of the mid-1990s, two Chicago gangs, Device Lords and Gangster Disciples, were battling over the territory, making the south side of Indianapolis one of the most dangerous neighborhoods in the entire country. It was into this dark and troubling environment that I walked, with all of the excitement and passion that had been building in me for years as a student. I was finally going to help people change their lives and be a catalyst for change in the larger community in which I worked. I set out with the dream of becoming the next great existential therapist. In the vein of Rollo May, I was going to spend my life's work helping people resolve deep existential crisis helping a new and stronger person emerge from these defining life moments. Then, my supervisor put a stack of files in front of me, detailing the lives of the children I would be working with and their families. I still remember the thud those files made. The echo of that thud continues to affect my life and career. My clients were teenagers fighting a gang war, living in impoverished and broken homes, often with a father in prison and a mother struggling with addiction. They went to an underfunded school where students were surviving more than learning. These children lived in a community where they were viewed as thugs, drug dealers, murderers, and criminals before they committed their first crime. By age 16, they had experienced or participated in murder, robbery, drug abuse and distribution, sexual assault, and physical and emotional abuse, and they saw little hope that life would get better. In other words, in the first hours of my career, I had to reevaluate both my conception of my career focus and my worldview. I realized that I had no clue where to start or even what my clients and their families needed to redirect their lives away from the trauma and tragedy that dominated their worlds. How could I counteract years of poverty, trauma, family, community dynamics, and hopelessness? At 21 years old, I was given the responsibility by my employer and the criminal justice system to help these children accomplish what seemed increasingly like an impossible feat. I remember feeling like a car tire with a puncture hole as my excitement and passion left my body and mind. No one in my undergraduate work had explained how difficult my chosen career path would be once I was out in the world. Psychology is a beautiful thing to read about in books. I could spend hours lost in the works of Carl Jung or Aaron Beck contemplating the nature of human consciousness and the role of unconscious. In contrast, the work I was doing was about helping children survive in the very communities they called home, the same communities that traumatized and victimized them. Dedicating my life to helping others sounded great, 
but being asked to help these children, given my lack of skills and even fewer resources, was overwhelming. My only consolation was that I was starting my master's program in counseling psychology. Surely I will learn the secrets of psychology and will be able to do something for these young clients. I approached my graduate work with vigor and enthusiasm, looking for anything I could take back into my work. I saw every book reporter assignment as an opportunity to dig as deep as I could for answers as to how I could help the children and families I work with heal and thrive. There was a real life-or-death feeling to the search. I realized that what I was doing was not having the results my clients needed, and discharging them back into a war zone just set them up for imprisonment, pain, and even death. This digging led me from psychology to Eastern mysticism to quantum physics and down many other related and unrelated rabbit holes of modern and traditional wisdom.